Hello, welcome to the PlayStation Report, episode 49, question mark? Correction mark. Correction mark, alright. Um, I am your co-host, Tyler Loy, alongside the Asian sensation, Franklin Sizemore. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's, it's another Thursday in the year. Yes, it is, and it's... Mid February. It is mid February already. Yes, it is. But that means Horizon Zero Dawn is like two weeks away. One would say it is on the horizon. Yes, it literally is. I mean, that'll be here before you know it. And until then, uh, I'm just kind of dicking off. What have you been playing? Oh, man. What have I been playing? I've been playing more of that Digimon World Next Order. I'm getting the hang yeah. of the mechanics now. I got some really powerful Digimon. They're all the way up to... Well, they're close. I'm really close to getting them Digivolved to Mega, which is the final form. Way to just rip off the Pokemon, man. Fuck Mega off. evolutions? Fuck off. Really? No. Digimon <laughs> had it first. Kiss my ass. Right. Give me a rim job. I don't care. Digimon well. did it first. All right. Um, other than that, I, whew, I did a little bit of Overwatch, just dabbled a bit. Um, we played some Call of Duty, Modern Warfare My, Remastered, yes. and we, we kicked some laying, ass. Yes, we were absolutely laying the law down. Mm. That was awesome. Dude, oh, man. I don't think, I may have had two bad games in, like, the entire, like, three or four hours we played, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, but, uh, I still have it. I still have the touch. Yeah. I mean, it's it seemed like we always won when we were 1-2. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no stopping us. It was great. Especially that one match on block oh, where you yeah. single-handedly kept us in the game yeah, I did. as a sniper. Yeah, I did. <laughs> like, I was just kind of not doing well, but once, like, you just kept kicking ass the whole time. But once I started going... Then we just pulled the hell away, mm-hmm. just crushed them. Yeah, but it was it was close until then. It, that, that was a, that was a fun match. I'm getting pretty handy with that Barrett fifty cal, just like lining mm-hmm. it up, popping motherfuckers here and there. Yeah, mm. I'm excited to unlock that thing. I'm getting there. There was a moment during that match where I was really scared. There was this guy running down this hallway of the same building I was in, so I ducked around the corner, turned turned towards him, popped out around, and just like. It's not a quick scope, but it's a really fast, hard scope, as the kids call it. Yeah. But yeah, I just nailed him. And it yeah. just feels so good, because the sounds in that game are just mm. awesome. Yeah, when you get a headshot, it's like, yes, that was great. Oh, man. And then we... It's, it's still a phenomenal game. Yeah, and then uh, we dominated Rocket League last night. Yeah. And I would say the matches we lost, we absolutely should have won. Yeah, we should we have. I wonder whose overtime. fault was. Well, one of them was definitely me because I didn't realize the ball was coming to me that quick and I didn't pop to the side to block it in time. That mm. tied it up. I don't remember the other one. Missing open goals. That That's just my trademark thing. That's what I do. Uh, that's my signature move is to miss wide open goals. <laughs> My signature move has been passing to myself. 
Yeah, I mean, dude. Basically, when we win, I might hit the ball in the right direction. I might score a goal, maybe two if we're lucky. But it's basically you that does just about everything. You do a lot of the scoring. and you have some really great saves most of the time. But, dude, now you're just, like, doing nasty shit. Just, like, hitting the wall, hitting the ball off of the wall, off of two walls, back to yourself, just to slam it into their goal. Mm. Like, they don't even see it coming. And then dunking. Just, yeah. I love, I love those dunks. Or, like, the both, both of the defenders are kind of, you know, merging onto the ball, and you have it, but you just, like, zoom right by them pretty mm-hmm. much up the middle or something, just finish the deal it's fun it's fun watching someone really good play that game Mm. and it's great to be on the same team Mm. if you wanted to watch really good play you should probably watch the rlcs a little bit just a little bit just watch like watch the finals doesn't matter just watch watch a match in a in one of those tournaments and that's just insane i'm nowhere near their level yeah but i'd still say you're pretty good I used to be okay at Rocket League, and then I stopped really playing it consistently. But uh, yeah, it's great. It's a great time. It is a great time. Have you? Uh, that, that's about all I played. Have you played much? Not really. Just a little Overwatch, little Watch Dogs too, but nothing, nothing of of a uh, note to really bring up. Um. Mm looking to finish some games this weekend which will be exciting i'm on the cusp of finishing like four different games hopefully i can do them all before horizon zero dawn comes out but we'll see now i can at least do two of them which will be great oh boy it should be great i mean there's a few games i I definitely want to finish digimon because i know if i don't finish digimon before horizon i'll never do it um (laughs) I know if I don't uh, finish Dishonored before uh, Horizon, I probably won't get to it for a long time because it's going to be Horizon and then Mass Effect. And then after that, I don't know. Mass Effect, I feel like, is going to be a game because I know I I took my time in Dragon Age. I know I'm just going to take my time again here in uh, Mass Effect. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Just in all of it from the sounds of it it sounds like this game is going to be a lot bigger in scope um compared to the trilogy i mean those games you can get through in like i don't know 20 to 30 hours but i feel like this one you'll be spending a lot more time with mm. yeah i did pretty through. much everything in my mass effect 3 playthrough and it took me about 38 hours but that's trying to do everything yeah yeah Let's move into some news here, since we don't got too much that we've been playing. Speaking of Rocket League, it's going to be getting PlayStation 4 Pro support February 21st. So that's pretty cool. Um, This update will allow Rocket League to run at both 1080p and 4K at 60 frames per second in all arenas. So that's pretty damn crazy single player and and split screen split screen so that's pretty cool split screen yeah. 60 frames per second all right 
that's 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 actually impressive when you think about it like yeah rendering two instances yeah like and there's also uh some more dlc you got the hot wheels premium dlc with the twin mill three in the bone shaker cars coming so you can pick them up mm. um free hot wheels items all kinds of stuff um so that's coming very soon here in the next update, February 21st, just a couple of days away. But um, cool to play this game in 4K. I mean, Rocket League is pretty, but, you know, I don't know. I feel like this won't be the most mind-blowing thing to run in 4K. Just the fact that it stays at 60 frames, that buttery smooth gameplay that Rocket League has, that's that's good. Mm. Buttery smooth gameplay just lubricates it so I can lay some pipe down their throats. You know? Yeah. Just pump all the goals in. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Sex jokes. Sexy jokes. Uh, something that wasn't sexy is Battlefield 1. That's not a very sexy game. It's very brutal. It's very dirty. There's a lot of death. A lot of violence. Uh, that's getting a huge update here. The winter update. Lots of cool things coming. Um, let's see here. It, it adds uh, servers. So server rentals, you can do that. Yes. Uh, an increased ranking for classes. Uh, right now they have a level cap of 10, but they're going all the way to 50. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if they'll have lot... actual unlocks in there. Yeah, I don't know. So you get a lot more XP doing that stuff. Um, there's ribbons. There's map voting. UI adjustments. So there's a lot, lot of stuff coming. This is all happening before the first big expansion launches next month for Battlefield 1. Mm. So some nice, nice tweaks here. Um so that's cool. I don't know about renting servers, though. I feel like that's kind of weird because I don't. No, I that's been that's been in Battlefield for a while. I know, but what did you always pay for it? I thought yeah. you didn't. Okay. I mean, well, there uh, there are servers out there, like the dedicated servers that you can just go and like they have like low populations, and you can just like direct people to go there. Like that's that's another way you don't like. Actually owning a server, like, privately, like, ha- having it to yourself and just the people you want, that's always been a paid service. Okay. Well, I stand corrected. Well, it's been a paid service for, like, the past three Battlefield games. Okay. It's cool that I feel more games should let you do that. You know, mm. battle the Battlefield games have always let you do that. It's pretty cool, but, you know. It would be nice if you could do this with just about any any multiplayer game. Have your own server, because why the fuck not? Just invite who you want, get some big shit rolling. It could be fun. <coughs> um, I really want to get back to Battlefield. It's we fun. could do that. I still have it installed. Yeah, me too. I haven't played it since the one time that, you know, a few weeks ago, that we did some operations. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It so. was fun. Got public service announcement for you. Oh, 
Hit me up with that PSA. Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's getting a free open beta next week. February 23rd to 27th. You can preload it on the 21st. Basically, uh, it'll have the content from the closed beta. Uh, That's pretty much what it'll have with a little bit of additional stuff. So if you want to check out Ghost Recon Wildlands, you can do that here next week, next weekend, pretty much. Um, I'm going to try my hardest to check this out because yeah. this is a game I'm, I'm intrigued by, but I don't really want to pick it up until I know that it's good. And, you know, this is a good way to do it because the game launches March 7th. So that's not too far away. Yeah, uh, I think both of us... Good opportunity. I think both of us has have the opinion of wait and see on this game, but if we have like the opportunity to like try this out together and see how like the co op works, see how like just how the game plays and how the missions flow, you know, moment to moment, whether you fuck up or if you don't fuck up and have yeah. a smooth operation. Yeah, because I mean I've been hearing good things about this game. I've also heard not great things about this game. And what I've watched, I've been like, well, that seems fun. But then at the same time, I don't know. I wasn't too blown away by it. Um, You know, I I just have concerns with the size of the open world, the variety in the missions. Are you just kind of doing the same thing over and over again? And I know, like, Ubisoft is good for more... How do you put it? Like emergent gameplay of like, whoa, I didn't think that was going to happen. But, you know, I just kind of thought outside the box sometimes or, you know, just played with my my toys pretty much that they give you. Um, And Ghost Recon Wildland seems like a good candidate for that stuff. But, you know, is it going to be cool? Is it, you know, few and far between? That's I'm just kind of curious on that. Honestly... If I were to get this game, though, it doesn't seem like a game I would ever probably play by myself. Mm-hmm. It would be always playing this with a friend. You at mean least me, you'd be playing with me because I don't yeah. think any of the other guys are even. This is this isn't even on their radar. It's on Sam's. Okay. Sam's probably more than mine. Okay. Um, but even then, I'm not sure. I mean, nobody else is really ever on except for you. So, uh, yeah. February 23rd, 27th. I'll be checking it out for sure. Hopefully, so I was going to check out the For Honor beta that was running last weekend, I think. And I went to download it. And I I didn't have a lot of time to really play, you know. But there were things I I wanted to play over that. But I was like, "Eh, I'll just check it out. It was like 22 gigs or something. And I'm like, eh. I'm not going to download 22 gigs just to maybe try it out for 30 minutes. And even then, I don't know if I would be able to check it out. So we'll see on the size of this beta. I don't know. Because, you know, download speeds aren't aren't great. No, they aren't. Download shit all night. The digital future. (laughs) (sighs) Yes. There's a little bit of a ways to go, I think, before we get to that all digital future. Got to get that network infrastructure. Yes, maybe, that is. Maybe instead of building a wall, we can build better cables. <laughs> yeah, that would be better. Absolutely. 
Mm. I feel like that's a little bit more important than building a wall. Mm. Why not? Only if uh, Jon Snow leads the charge at that wall will I be okay. Okay. Maybe even then it'll get a bit dicey. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> let's talk about probably the most exciting thing of the week. Well, second most exciting thing of the week. Mass Effect Andromeda is reportedly to have meaningful side quest similar to The Witcher. Uh, this comes from a report from PC Gamer. Um, from uh, Bioware. There's an interview here. Uh, they said, We are approaching the completionist aspect very differently because we've done and learned a lot from Inquisition, speaking of Dragon Age Inquisition. But we've also observed what other big games are doing, like The Witcher. So, this is incredible to me, because, you know, the best part about Mass Effect is its characters, in my opinion, and to be able to explore, you know, I know the loyalty missions are going to be there, but to be able to be with your characters a lot more, meet other characters, and do things that just you know, side quests to have meaning to them or have a nice story and they're not just fetch quest. You know, Dragon Age Inquisition had some neat side quests, but they were very much um, fetch quest for the most part. And they just weren't as exciting. Um, especially, you know, starting the game off in the hinterlands, it's like, oh my goodness, like all those quests are just terrible. So... This this has me very excited. I don't know about you. Mm, yes, I am incredibly excited. Um, there have been other things being said about Mass Effect. I'm not sure if we covered it last week, but like it's not really an open world game. It's the like explorable areas, much like the that's previous funny. Mass Effect games. I'm not sure yeah. if we mentioned that last week, but that's that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, but this alongside that, it's just it's making. It's doing the thing where uh, you don't need a huge amount of things. You just need a lot of things that matter. Like Exactly. And I'd, I'd say even sometimes The Witcher got it wrong. Like some of those quests, like it was a lot of quantity there. I mean, there were quality side quests in The Witcher. And a lot of the side, like the major side, you could tell like there were different tiers of side quests in The Witcher. Yeah. And like the lower tier stuff in The Witcher was very much filler. But uh, the higher tier side quests in that were really great, and I hope that uh, Mass Effect takes those like these higher tier, like more world impacting side quests, like they model it sort of like that. Yeah, I agree. The, I mean, The Witcher didn't knock it out of the park a hundred percent of the time. Like there were some really dumb side quests in that game, uh, but. Compared to pretty much any other RPG, it just really felt like most of them were really strong. And so that's that's what I'm hoping for. Because, you know, in The Witcher, like, I really enjoyed the main story and quest and all that stuff. But then, you know, some of my best memories of that game come from some of the side quests. So I'm hoping that'll be the case here with Mass Effect Andromeda. And the fact that it's not you know, open world or whatever. It's just more of just large areas like like Dragon Age Inquisition or 
Rise of the Tomb Raider or something. I'm I'm fucking down with that, man. I'd rather have uh, a smaller world with more interesting things to do in it than just a big world that just might feel empty. I, I know it's a different genre, but Ratchet and Clank does that well, well where it has a nice tight levels. Yeah. Um, it's uh, like, to put it like kind of side by side, I want like a nice tight uh, area to, to explore. And yes, but... <laughs> yes, but... Not too tight. Um, I, I just want an area that's like, filled out and it like it feels alive just a small it doesn't have to be this it doesn't even have to be as big as the hinterlands because the hinterlands was just too big it was too big too far spread out yeah um but if it's just like a nice contained area like that has things everywhere you go in it then yeah go for it yeah these side quests can change the world in any way that's really cool too because you know how they abandoned the paragon renegade system it's going to be interesting how they intertwine that with the side quests and how they impact your relationships with the alien races and the world around you. Yeah, that, that, that'll certainly be interesting because, you know, some of the areas in Dragon Age Inquisition, though, even though they were, you know, smaller areas in, in ways they weren't open world, I mean, some of them were fucking really boring to explore. Like, I'm completely blanking the on the name yeah but it's just a massive desert and it's like this is so boring to to explore you know give but then i think of places like the emerald graves yes. that are just absolutely amazing to explore you know or uh shit i'm blanking on the name but the first dlc area in jaws of hack on like that area is awesome to explore as well you know give me more of those not, you know, the giant desert areas of, of Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be exciting with Mass Effect because um, just because it's, you know, it's sci-fi, it's new planets. I mean, that's a beautiful. preference. That's a preference thing, the, the, it being sci-fi. Yeah. That's your preference. It, it absolutely is Pers- my preference. Personally, I, that's I, what I va- excites me. I value sci-fi and high fantasy equally. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see them try to combine them. I want space dragons. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be great. Well, there, what's that fucking thing that was coming out of the ground? In, oh, in I don't know. That trailer I we got know. a while ago? That that was some crazy-ass looking shit that was going around up in the sky. I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited, man. We're a little over a month away. And holy balls. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great, great month of March. Oh, yeah. Like video games. Uh, the most exciting thing of the week, hands down, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy comes to PS4 June 30th. Yes, 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 yes. Finally got a release date for the remakes of the Crash Bandicoot games. Um, so, yeah, it'll have Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, and 3. You know, they remade pretty much everything. Soundtrack, environments, it's awesome. Um, We got a good look at it at PSX, and it was fantastic. So, I am really excited. Yeah. You think this stays an exclusive? 
It is Activision behind it. I mean, I, I can see it going to other platforms, because yes, it is Activision. Um, but I can also see it staying exclusive at the same time, because I feel... I feel, you know, I feel like Sony dropped some money for this to make it happen. Uh, so maybe, maybe that money Activision got will offset this. And it's weird to have Activision doing something like this in a way, something that's how do I put this for, you know, the core gamers in a way, you know, in the core PlayStation fans that have been with PlayStation for a long time because. Activision is so upfront about making money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had the best selling game of the year last year, but it fucking did not perform well. Mm-hmm. Like, really? <laughs> Most companies wish they were you making all the, that money and have just huge franchises like that. But it's cool to see Activision doing something like this for sure. We made the best thing, but it's not good enough. Well, not yeah. necessarily the best thing, but the most the most successful thing. But it's not successful enough. That's yeah. That's insane. It it is. It it absolutely is. I mean, Call of Duty has been the best selling franchise for I. The only year that I it got topped was when GTA Five came out. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I don't remember the last time something that wasn't you know GTA Five topped Call of Duty. You know. It's crazy, but this year, man, this could be the year. Red Dead, that's a big video game. I don't know. I mean, you can keep telling yourself it's coming out this year. You can keep believing what they're feeding you. That's true. That's very true. But yeah, Crash Bandicoot, Stain Trilogy, June 30th. Perfect time to me. Yeah, it's a summer game. fucking Luli. Yes. Just chill out, come home, take your pants off, grab a beer, play some Crash Bandicoot. Oh yeah, it sounds sounds like a good time. Yeah, I encourage good times. I do too, and that's going to be a, a, a very good time indeed. I'm wondering with Crash Bandicoot, because I was pretty good at those games back in the day. I wonder if my skills hold up. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we we will see. I I imagine it it's more difficult because uh, <clears throat> you haven't played a game like that in ages. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't the world's best Crash Bandicoot player. I was the world's best Crash Team Racing player. Okay, but, I'll give you that. But uh, Crash Bandicoot, you know, it was fun. Especially the first one. First one's challenging, for sure. So I wonder if they're going to retain that challenge. Mm. I hope they do. I can't wait to see those trophies. Yes. I was actually thinking about those trophies last night. I'm like, like it kind of mm. makes sense what those trophies are going to be. Yeah. What they could be. Hopefully they don't fuck it. Hopefully this isn't some stupid shit of, like, none of these games have platinums. Oh, God. All three games just, have to have a platinum each. That would just enrage me. They each have to have a platinum. I I would agree with you, but we'll see. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, this is 40 bucks. 
Yes. So 40 bucks, you're getting three pretty cool games remastered. And, uh, yeah, hopefully this sells well. You know, if, if you were one that said, I want Crash Bandicoot back, put your money where your fucking mouth is when this game comes out and, and go buy it. If you ever tweeted, hashtag save the Bandicoot, this is your chance to save the goddamn Bandicoot. Absolutely. Don't make us look like fools and not get this game. This game yeah. better sell, I want to say, uh, 4 million copies by the end of the year. <laughs> that would be exciting. I don't know if it'll get that, there, but that would be exciting. That's where my expectations are for it. About 4 million <laughs> by the end of the year. It'll also be interesting to see how much Crash Bandicoot resonates with people in 2017. You know, because mm-hmm. he's he's a very nostalgic character at this point. But if I hope he comes back and people really care about him, like me, you, you think you're going to go out clubbing and see people doing the crash dance? I don't know. I, I want to see so. that come back. I want to see it. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a pretty uh, interesting time for these 3D platformers to come back because you got Crash Bandicoot. You got ukulele coming out here soon. Um Psychonauts 2 is in development, so that's pretty damn cool. You've got to imagine um, there's another Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Coming, be- coming behind that Spider-Man game, of course, but they've got to be at least in pre-production on that. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're a fan of it on the Nintendo Switch, there's a new Super Mario game coming out this year. So, you know, it's a good time if you're a fan of, of 3D platformers, yeah. which I certainly am. Yeah. I am not good at 2D platformers. Yeah. 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 We'll just gloss over that. <laughs> gloss over that glaring deficiency in your gaming repertoire. Absolutely. I will not I will not shy away from that. Mm. Anyways, um if you don't have PlayStation Plus but you really want to play some multiplayer, you can do so this weekend for free starting uh the day you're listening to this, February 17th to the 23rd, free multiplayer weekend on PlayStation 4. So there you go. It's another PSA. Means we can go thrash some noobs at Call of Duty or or at uh, Overwatch or Rocket League. Yeah. We can just mm, beat them up. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, PlayStation Now is a service that you can subscribe to on the PlayStation 4 where you rent video games from the PS3. You can play them, you stream them. Um, They've added a lot of games to that service over time, but it is coming to an end on a lot of devices here. Um, On August 15, 2017, PlayStation Now will be discontinued on PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and PlayStation TV. (laughs) PlayStation TV. Uh, all 2013, 2014, and 2015 Sony Bravia TVs. All Sony Blu-ray players. All Samsung TVs. <sighs> Additionally, 2016 models of the Sony Bravia TVs will be discontinued April 1st, 2017. That's So basically, the only place, if you're a PlayStation Now subscriber... Uh, PS4 and PC is the way to go. 
let's be honest, those they're probably saving a lot more money by not supporting those other platforms. Yeah. And like let's be real. If you have a fucking PS3, why would you play why would you stream PS3 games on your PS3 when you could probably go find that game used and own it for a very cheap price. You know, I, I get the whole like, oh, well, I've got this game. I'm just going to rent it or whatever. I, I get that. But I don't know. I, streaming PS3 games on a PS3 just seems kind of lame to me. Uh, but let's be real. Most of the people using this service are probably on PS4 and PC. Yeah. Gotta imagine that is the case. Yeah. Do you think... You know, Sony invested in this type of service, you know, years ago, buying Gaikai for however large amount of money. Um, Then you have Microsoft kind of sticking it to them. You know, a couple of years ago, doing backwards compatibility. It's been a huge success for them. People absolutely love it. You think Sony kind of regrets doing this? Because I also, I, I don't know, I also feel like, yeah, there's a lot of games on PlayStation now. They don't really release numbers on it, but I don't know. I just feel like nobody really ever talks about mm. it. You know, I've got to imagine somewhere, someone high up isn't sleeping well over this. Maybe. They're like, maybe if I made different decision. <laughs> but this is the path they're going on. They have to they have to double down on it. They have to make it a better service. They have to make it good for everyone who uses it. And I know like two or three people who stream who actually subscribe to PS Now and just yeah like that. And uh, they they're satisfied. They mm-hmm. like to go they never had a PS3, so they go back and play that whole library. But yeah. I, I wonder, like, once you're done with that, like, I know it's a lot of games, but once you're done doing that, like, what's, what's the point? Yeah. I agree. And I think the one just glaring thing to this service is the absence of PS1 and PS2 games. Yeah. Like, if they added PS1 and PS2 games to this thing, I would consider fucking going after it, you know? But, you know, yeah, they bring back PlayStation Classics, you know, PlayStation 2 games on PlayStation 4. They add trophies. They make them 1080p, all that stuff. That's fine. But, you know, when you have this service and then you're selling old PlayStation games separately, like a la carte type thing and... Mm-hmm. This only has PlayStation 3 games. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's it, kind of bizarre to me. It makes sense. The games are there. The games are, the software is there to play. It's just that they don't distribute them on this service. Yeah. It's just, it's weird because I, I just feel a lot more people would buy in if you could play more classic games on this service. Mm. So. We'll see. We'll see how how PlayStation Now keeps evolving because it is an interesting thing. It's a good idea. I just don't like a lot of things Sony does. It's like they always have great ideas. They just don't fully support them properly or execute them properly. 
this is just kind of another one of those things. Because when PlayStation Now was first revealed, I was like, all right, cool. I might, I might think about that. Why not? You know? Mm. But, you know, over time, it just hasn't proved to be what I feel the majority of people are looking for. But do you think uh, this service continues? Sony puts out a PlayStation 5, three, four years, let's say. I don't know. Do you think PlayStation mm. Now is going to be a thing? Or is this a thing oh, just for PlayStation? You're, you're asking me to be a prophet here. Uh, I am. Let's see. You let me... will the PlayStation Now let continue? Me... When? PlayStation when? Ah. Who? Who? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's going to stick around. I think it's going to stick around. I think... It's going to continue, I think, on the PlayStation 5. If we get such a device, it will be streaming PlayStation 4 games. They have to, at yeah. some point, add PS1 and PS2. That's just a glaring yeah. deficiency in this service. I agree. I absolutely agree. Moving on. We got the top 10 best selling games of January 2017. All right. Do you want to read just the top games or just the top PS4 games? Uh, you can do the top games. I'll do the top PS4 games. Oh, well, these lists are going to be very similar. I'll count down from well, 10. Then, yeah. At 10. For all games in general. FIFA 17, then it's Overwatch, Watch Dogs, Madden NFL 17, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8, Final Chapter Prologue. We're halfway through. This is number 5, NBA 2K 17, Battlefield 1, Grand Theft Auto 5, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and number 1 in January, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Cool. Mm. It's an interesting list there. It is. Um, one, Resident Evil being number one. That's awesome. Doesn't surprise me. Because um, that was the biggest game to come out in January. I think the most surprising thing on this list is Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Is it? How surprising. You know, Kingdom Hearts has a very large fan base. But... You know, this wasn't. It just shows you to. It just says to me how hungry Kingdom Hearts fans are for anything, really. Because, you know, this is you know, two point eight is a cool package, but it's definitely not the greatest package that they put together. Um, they're just kind of hungry for anything. They'll just eat it all up. Num 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 num. You know. So there you go. January's top ten PS4 games. Number 10, Final Fantasy 15. Number 9, Tales of Berseria. Number 8, Watch Dogs 2. Number 7, Madden NFL 17. 6, NBA 2K 17. Number 5, Battlefield 1. 4, Grand Theft Auto 5. 3, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. 2, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. And number 1, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. So when it comes to just PlayStation 4, Kingdom Hearts is up there. Mm. Pretty damn high on that list. Ideas <laughs> pretty good. Mm-mm-mm. I, I'm just glad Resident Evil Seven 
resonated and it sold big. Yeah. I, I, agree. I have a feeling that we'll get more Resident Evil. Yeah. It's and more just... Resident Evil in this style. Yeah. I agree. It's It sets the franchise going in the right direction. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Tales of Berseria being on that uh, PS4 games list, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. Tales isn't really, like, the most popular franchise. It's a long-running franchise. It's just, like, never the headline JRPG. Yeah. And uh, PS4 was the best-selling console of January. Not a surprise there. Awesome. <laughs> Very weird fact here. The third best-selling console of January was the NES Classic. Oh. Which cannot be found. <laughs> yeah. The third best console, sales-wise, you can't go out and buy right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good luck finding it. Uh, just another interesting thing about January 2017 here in terms of the industry. Uh, total industry spending was down 4% year-over-year year to $611 million, but software sales were up 14 million, or four, wow, 14 million percent. Software sales were up 14% to $313 million, mostly because of Resident Evil 7. Mm. So there you go. Mm-mm-mm. That's good. Good, 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 yeah. good, good, good. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. We've got hey, speaking of buying video games, there is a large-ass Final Fantasy sale on the Playstations that you can buy some video games. What's yeah. on sale? Hoss. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out that uh, you should probably go out and buy some Final Fantasy VI. There's a lot of classics. There's they se they're selling some stuff for the MMOs. You could basically get uh, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of Final Fantasy games. Like there's there's nine here. I already own that. I, the, the problem is I already own a lot of these games, so I don't see the prices. So that's kind of hard oh. for me. But uh, uh, I can I can hit you up on these. Some of these prices, uh, you can get Final Fantasy 15 for 40 bucks if you're looking to pick that up. Final Fantasy 7 on PS4, it's eight bucks. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 and Realm Reborn, ten bucks. It's the MMO. Just to yeah. keep in mind that if you buy that, you get a month, and then you have to pay the subscription fee to keep playing. Just a little PSA for you. It seems like any of the PS1 Final Fantasy games, so Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, for example, uh, 5, 6 as well, they're all $5 a piece. Mm. So you can play those, those games on your Vita. Deals. Those are like very good deals, and they're good Vita games. Very yeah. good Vita games. I spotted uh, one that I haven't bought yet. I'm going to put that in my cart. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy Origins. It's five bucks. Final Fantasy uh, 10 and 10 2, the HD remaster on PS4, is $25. On PS3, it is $15. And on Vita, it is $15. I want to say, I want to see if it comes up here. That the Vita PS3 games are cross-save? 
I don't know yes. that for sure. I'm pretty sure they are cross save. I don't think they're cross buy. Mm. But still, that's cool. I'm so currently purchasing two going. video games. <laughs> Which ones again? Uh, I didn't have three or four. Okay. There you go. Uh, World of Final Fantasy that just came out as uh, twenty four bucks. Final Fantasy Typo HD, which Frank still has not platinumed, yeah. is fifteen dollars. <laughs> God damn it! I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. I uh, just had to. Well, you didn't. Kind of, you didn't have to. You just did. did. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just said fuck it. You're calling me out. I'm gonna call your ass out. Yes. Final Fantasy Tactic games, uh, both of them are five bucks. And then the last one here, well, you got Dissidia, Final Fantasy as well for seven fifty. But Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy thirteen, ten bucks. That is the only of the three Final Fantasy thirteen games on sale here. Mm. Oh so no, not thirteen or thirteen two. Really? I thought thirteen two was oh, no. on there. There they are. Never mind. Thirteen two is seven fifty. Where's thirteen? It's not on there. Oh, poop. That's fucking dumb. I don't know why that happened. It always seems to happen that way, where those two games are on sale, but the first one isn't. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand it. Yeah. You gonna pick up any Final Fantasies? Gonna uh, learn you some business here? I'm thinking about it. Maybe getting, <laughs> no you know, one of the right more now. old school ones, but I'm also thinking about getting 10, 10 for my Vita. Yeah, if you get an old one, I recommend uh, 4 or 6. Yeah. If you get 10 and 10 too, that's fine too. Just Yeah. Yeah. But you brought up the most important thing is that there is no time right now. There really is no time. <laughs> like it just sucks. You know, any say 5 years ago, right now would be the perfect time to dive back into an old game. Yeah. But really? now Oh, fuck, I just realized five years ago we were just in our senior year of high school. I know, man. God damn. I know. Oh. Getting old. Yes. (laughs) Not really. We're still young. We still got some some left in the tank here. I don't today. Point is, (laughs) point is, (laughs) there are games releasing all around the year now. Good games, even. Not just crappy shit that they dump out at these times but we're getting good games all around the year and it's hard to keep up yeah Mm. I mean it it just doesn't stop I I like that games are more spread out in terms of releases now but at the same time you just get no no breathers you know it's always like there's big games in the summer now. The spring is insane. We had, you know, some big games coming out January and February. We all know what the fall's like. It's just a fucking never-ending yeah, cycle. And it and it's not like there's the spring game. We have Mass Effect, Horizon, and Zelda coming out yeah. in the span of, what, two, three weeks? Yeah. Potentially, like, our game of the year could be decided in the third month of 2017. And Depending we, on how those I mean, we already shake. had Resident Evil this year. Like, Resident Evil 7. That's a fucking amazing game. Yeah. And, then, and it came you know, out I, in January. Yeah. And I haven't played them yet, but they've been getting some solid buzz. You know, Neo. 
mm-hmm. came out recently. That's in February. For Honor, people are saying some alright things about. So it's just crazy. It's mm. just there's so much happening in this first half of the year, but then the back half, like there's, I mean, we've talked about there's some games that we know about, but like I'll fucking know what's going out the back half of the year. That's why E3 will be pretty interesting. South Park somewhere in there. Maybe I'll fucking know. <laughs> oh, you think that you think that's a March 2018 game? No, no, I, I don't think it'll take that long. But, but it is weird to, to say, yeah, it's coming out in December. Okay, we're gonna push it to the first quarter. Okay, it might come out in the next year. I don't mm. know. That's Obsidian for you. Not Obsidian isn't making this one. Oh yeah, shit, that's right. But but. It, this is uh, Ubisoft San Diego, I think. God damn. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I mean, a stick of truth got delayed a million times, so it just makes sense. It's a South Park game, so might as well just keep delaying. It will eventually they just, come They out. just keep seeing a new South Park episode. They're like, oh, God damn it, we need to put something in from that. <laughs> yeah. Or like some type of thing happens in the world, and we're like, they're like, damn it. That's ah, not well, funny anymore. That's too real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it, this joke just isn't funny because it was like a year ago. Mm. Yeah. What about new games this week? Well, as a fact, and not hashtag fake news, we have video games coming out every week now. Yeah, they just kind of don't stop. I love this hot-ass looking fucking great-looking mobile port coming over. What looks to be a mobile port? For oh this first yeah, game. you want me to you want me to slide this mobile port into people's ear sockets? Unfortunately, mm, here we go. Let's go. Let's kick it off with Battle Islands: Colon Commanders. I love colons. You're gonna love my colon. Um, <laughs> dominate the battlefield! Exclamation point. <laughs> From the creators of the popular World War II strategy game Battle Islands, which I have not heard of, comes an explosive head-to-head combat game. Take part in a major World War II battles in Battle Islands, Commanders, from the sandy dunes of North Africa to the bitter cold of the Eastern Front. (sighs) Okay, let's move on. Bridge Constructor on Vita Digital. Become an appraised bridge engineer and architect and bridge constructor. Create and design your own constructions and watch cars and trucks pass over them. Or see them fall and crash while your inferior creations collapse due to the weight of the laws of physics. Your budget is the only limit. Mm. This game is on PS4, I think. Right now. Yeah, But now you can play it on Vita. Huh. How about that? (laughs) How about that? Next game about that? is Fly Wrench. What a title, Fly Wrench. Yeah, it sounds like it should be like a fucking like punk band or something. Available on PlayStation 4 digitally, Fly Wrench is a frenetic action game from the makers of Nidhogg hmm. about pl- piloting an aerobatic ship through the depths of space. Space. Interesting. Next up is For Honor, PS4, digital and retail. Enter the chaos of war as a bold knight, brutal viking, or deadly samurai. Three of the greatest warriors of legend. In For Honor, 
wield your blade like never before with the innovative art of the battle combat system that puts you in total control of your warrior. Mm-hmm. So watching some stuff in this of this game. Some of these battles seem pretty intense. Getting up in people's faces. Yeah, it does. Smacking them around with your sword. Yeah. Big, sweaty Viking dudes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. All right. Let's move on here with Io. Or EO? Io. I think it's Io. Yeah. Io is a physics platformer in which you control a ball. By growing or shrinking the ball, you can influence its speed and weight. Use these mechanics to gain momentum and make your way through the levels. Toy with the laws of physics, solve the puzzles, and reach the exit as quickly as possible. Available on PS4 and PS Vita, digital cross-buy. First of all, from the art, this doesn't look like a ball. It looks like a hockey puck. Yeah. Maybe it's a 2D game. Maybe you can't tell. Yeah, maybe. Which means you won't be good at it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Had to take a shot at you. Yeah, that's a good shot to take. Next up is Monsters Love You on PS4. Digital. Live the life of a monster. From the birth in its slime vat to the elder and beyond. Making decisions that affect the world of monsters and humans in this storybook adventure. The birth in its fucking slime vat. Oh my god, he was born in a fucking vat. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Next up, we got some hot racing action in MX Nitro, available on PlayStation 4 digitally. Oh yeah. Adrenaline overload breakneck speed. Welcome to MX Nitro, a world of thrill ride motocross racing. Risk bone breaking stunts to get the nitro you need to win. Ride fast and high. Rack up death defying trick combos. Grab your bike. Nail its controls. You're on a journey through tons of tracks. On in breathtaking location. There you go. Isn't breathtaking one word, or am I just stupid? I think it's one word. I think you know how these descriptions are written. <laughs> no regard for anything. Yeah. Next up is Ride 2, uh, PS4 and digital. This is an amazing title. Uh, this does not feature uh, Kevin Hart, just to say. That's only the special edition. Uh, discover, transform, and test out the fastest and most iconic motorbikes in the world's largest digital garage. More than 170 bikes, new models, and categories. More than 170 bikes, new models, and categories. That's just one sentence. Collect them all. That's the next sentence. Travel around the world in an unforgettable an extraordinary sequence of events. That's just written super poorly, but whatever. This is also not Tony Hawk Ride 2. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Uh, I think that franchise is dead. Unfortunately. Mm. That was the one with the uh, little skateboard peripheral? Yeah. Mm. Those were some days. Yeah. Next up on the list. A game on PlayStation 4 digitally called Semi-Spheres. 
Semispheres is a unique 2D puzzle game that places dual realities at the heart of its challenge. Each analog stick controls a different avatar in dual interconnected environments, using portals and other abilities to avoid sentries, devise and execute your plan. Reuniting the parallel worlds of Semispheres. Boom! Next up is Skyride on PS4 Digital. An action game in which a player will ride on a high-speed bike and defeat a large group of approaching enemies. <laughs> wow, that is just some mind-blowing shit. The player will fly over ground in the sky in various fields and fight u- utilizing four weapons. Fucking come on. You, you know, look, even if your game isn't that exciting... You can at least write a better fucking description than that. You're going to ride on a bike. In the sky. Defeat large groups of enemies. That's every fucking game. Come on, man. Mm. Here we go. This is one that I'm kind of excited to try if I ever get time. Sniper Elite 4 (laughs) on PlayStation 4 Digital and at Retail. Discover unrivaled freedom in the largest and most advanced World War II shooter ever built. Experience tactical third-person combat, gameplay choice, and epic long shots across gigantic levels as you liberate wartime Italy from the grip of fascism. Yeah, this game does look good. It's co-op as well. Mm. It's cool. Sounds tempting. Some of them uh, slow-mo x-ray kills are just disgusting Mm. there you go next up is starry night helix on ps4 digital the retro style side-scrolling shooter with a vivid storyline depicts the stories of four fully realized protagonists that's it okay there you go next up we have toy odyssey colon the lost and found Toy Odyssey is a Metroidvania-style action platformer that takes you back to the world made from nightmares of your childhood. Join Brand, an action figure come to life in his fight against the darkness to save his owner, Felix. Nightmares are the o- only the start of his troubles. Next up is Vertical Drop Heroes HD on PS4 and Vita Digital cross by. You know, I can just edit out that silence. What silence? There was a silent gap between the end of mine that was very awkward. Oh. In the start of well, yours. There you go. Well. Maybe it's a Skype lag. I'll just blame it on the Skype lag, people. Spoilers, we record via Skype. Also, maybe their fucking podcasting device stopped working. You don't know that. Maybe they should uh, check their earbuds. Maybe. Vertical Drop Heroes is a procedural platformer RPG hybrid, which roguelike elements, where your hero adventures through randomly generated stages. Armed with a variety of skills and traits, you must use your cunning and reflexes to survive the dangers of each stage until you face the final boss and uncover the truth behind the game. Mm. Yay. That is it. Those are all the video games for the week. Those are uh, video games. 
Ooh, Doctor Strange on PlayStation Video. I might yeah, finally boy. actually watch that movie. Cause, it's a great you know, movie. I never did. Yeah. I think that's one of the better Marvel movies, to be honest with you. Hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Planet Earth 2. I'm sure it's going to be fucking great. If you've never watched the first Planet Earth, go watch it. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. It'll totally open your eyes on just the world, and you see so many fucking awesome things. Yeah, it is. Oh, I love Planet Earth. I'm mm. excited for Planet Earth, too. That's, and yeah. The Walking Dead is back, and it's okay. <laughs> the Walking uh. Dead is a thing that happens, and you're not excited to watch it, but you're not like, I don't want to watch this. And afterwards, you're, you're not excited, and you're not disappointed either. That is that show anymore. It's just a thing that happens and that you watch. Mm. Yeah, I... I have my yeah. gripes with a certain show right now, Arrow. Yeah? Why? They decided to ham-fist some political nonsense into it. Oh, didn't they talk about gun control or yeah, something? Yeah, it was abs- like they absolutely just ham-fisted gun control in there. And it was nice. so awkward and cringy. Because they did not know how to write about gun control or like, politics even, at all. Did it even serve the story? Hardly. Like, wow. I feel like they forced scenes in there to make it about That's gun not... control. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the whole episode itself was completely unnecessary to the larger story. Like, I felt like they specially tailored this episode to be about gun control. Yeah, that's... That's bizarre. Yeah. That's not... I mean, I'm not saying TV shows shouldn't be political at all, but, like, do it good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you, if you have politics... If you have to shoehorn in politics or gender equality or something, then, you know, I don't know. Then, it usually then, then are you really doing it for the right reason? Like, yeah, are exactly. you really trying to normalize it or are you calling it out? Exactly. Like, when those things feel natural, you know, they usually go well. And they serve the story well and all kinds of stuff. Don't shoehorn in that stuff. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. Same thing goes for games. Yeah. I mean, it goes for anything. Yeah. Be honest with you. Uh, that was another episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Do we have Here's more to talk ang- about? Well, I was going to read an angry comment on the PlayStation blog. Oh. RIP PS Vita. Thanks for nothing, Sony. Is it time to switch to a company who care about their consumer? Thanks so much, Nintendo. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking idiots. It was the PlayStation Vita's five-year anniversary earlier this week. It was. I love my Vita. Me too. Me too. Although it has become a PlayStation 1 playing device for me right now. Because that's just what I like. I mean... I buy Vita games, I just don't play them all the time. <laughs> like, I wish I... I know it sounds crazy, but I wish I had to travel more for work. Yeah. Because then I'd play more Vita. Yeah. Well, it's a thing, like, 
I'll be honest with you. That's the biggest reason why I'm sad. Like football's over. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoy football, but I love watching football and playing handheld games. Because that just seems to me to to me to be the best time to do it. Because whenever I got free time to play games, I, I'm like, I'm just gonna play on my consoles, not really handhelds. I usually don't gravitate towards that stuff as my main main jam, but I love them. Like I've always enjoyed playing handhelds, you know, throughout my entire time playing games. So. Football for you is uh, wrestling for me. I watch wrestling, and there are so many goddamn commercials during Monday Night Raw that, like, I might as well just have my Vita down there and play in Vita while I watch some wrestling. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. R.I.P. football. It'll be back in seven months. Yeah. Hopefully next year's script will be better. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... The ending was good, but, you know, the whole season just wasn't that exciting for the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it was exciting for me because I won a fantasy football league. And I Shut up. Shut up. But I had yeah. the worst luck. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I had the absolute worst luck. Uh, I don't know, man. I think it was just skill. I think you're talking out your ass. And that when we put money down for it next year, I'm going to kick your ass. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. For sure. Anyways, uh, that's been the PlayStation 4 episode 49. Public service announcement number three of this episode. Yes. Video version is going to be moving to a new, new location. So we'll be moving on to my channel, which is plugged on. So that's where you can check out the video version. Uh, we'll be giving that a shot. Yeah. I'm excited. And if you watch my YouTube at all for some reason, the 24 subscribers that I have, <laughs> um, I will be doing other things to kind of fill the void. I am running a Dungeons & Dragons game online, and we'll see how that goes. That might be going on my YouTube channel. There you go. Um. So yeah, I mean, show's still posing at the same time and all that stuff, audio. If you listen to audio, it doesn't concern you. But if you want a video version, Plugged On is the channel. That's my channel. Yes. Follow me on Twitter at Plugged On Vids. Yes. Follow Frank on Twitter at The Arctic Sloth. You can follow us on Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Send us your tweets because it's fun. Uh, you can email us at playstationreport at gmail.com. No, Definitely do that. No, 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 no. PlayStation, PlayStation Report, Report Podcast at yes. gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes. Give us a review. That'd be cool. Share with your mom, your dad, and your friends. Yeah, unless you have like some asshole uncle don't share it with him he'll just leave mad comments yeah spread the word because it's fun to do every week mm-hmm. and we will continue to do it absolutely so next week episode 50 and we will be back at the same time see you guys later bye